See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> One break coming up. Nice. Hey, who are we? What are we? Why are we? I don't know about the last one, but my name's Mal with me as always. Good day, eh? Good. Dr. Morbius. Oh, I better adjust this. I had the, the lowrider last week, so now, oh, my, yeah. now my, uh, my microphone is not lined up. Oh, oh technical my God. difficulties. Boy, th- you know this is this the is kind of great stuff, radio. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff you should really do, like right when you start. This is great radio podcasting. Uh, but I'm not throwing away 101. that. 28 seconds of uh, 28 content. Of, of content. Hi, yeah. yes, my name is Mal. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown, and this is Slow Robot A Go Go Show 189. Yeah. This is where 11 we're talking. more to go. We're talking about a musical and a and a and a and a and a, mo- and a movie that's like Lizard Man fighting the, 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 the low-budget creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I kind of liked it. With head chopping. Yes. All Early right. gore. But enough about that. What did you watch this week? Anything? I'll tell you what I did watch. Uh-oh. friend of mine, you know, um, what am I going to call him? I can't use his name. Progman. <laughs> Progman from South Florida. I asked him to see if he can get me a copy of... Uh, a Blu-ray of Nightmare Castle, which is Barbara Steele movie, because it's got two other movies on it. Nice, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay. So he, he snagged it for me. You know, yay. Thanks, Prague, man. And uh, what was interesting was, was I was watching the movie, kind of watching it, but I was really listening to the commentary with her and another gentleman, David DelVal, who's like, I guess her agent or something. So they were commenting on Nightmare Castle throughout the movie. It was an interesting commentary, and it was funny because... You know, she's watching the movie and she's like commenting, oh my God, look at these beautiful settings and these beautiful castles. Oh, it's so wonderful. And the lighting is so great. And, and, and you know, the the narrator, Del Val, goes, Barbara, how long has it been since you've watched this movie? And she goes, I'm pretty sure she said, this is the first time. Oh, yeah, and I'm never, like, never watched it. Oh yeah. my God, it's from 65. And it just leads me to, I thought it was a funny comic because it's like, so I guess you're just making these movies, you know, you're enjoying the process of making movies. Oh, yeah. You make like 40 or 50 movies in Italy and you never watched it, you never know, a premiere or anything, and I think she said no, she was just busy going to another movie, there wasn't even a premiere or anything like that. I mean, like do you think that. somebody like Joe Estevez watches those movies, he's making three a week, you know, like, I know, he, he man. doesn't even like, it's right. like, but it's like, we love these movies and we idolize the actors and they huh? even watch the yeah. movies, but I mean... You know, on a lesser scale, I never listen to our podcast. You know, unless I, I listen to technical, see how technically it sounds. But I mean, right. I never sit down because I did it, and I'm done with it. Yeah, and you that's were there the, the first way I figure. Time. I said, I guess it's the way with an actor. You know, I did it. A lot it's of them done, and I moved on and mm-hmm. made other things, and I'm looking forward to making new movies. But I'm not gonna, I'm not that self-absorbed that I have to watch my movie. You know, that's but, what they think. I think, and it's also like, there's probably some some level of either disappointment or. Because yeah. e- editing takes over a lot of the movie, you know. And I, I know for sure, especially B-movies, they don't know what the finished product's going to be. They have no concept of I mean, they have a concept of it, I mean, but who knows? You, you know? know what it is, too? It's Shh. like, it's like um, maybe they weren't that proud of it at the time, you know. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, in her case, 
she was kind of t- typecast as a horror actress and she didn't want to be. Uh-huh. So it was kind of like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, that was fine and good, but now I want to do other things. So yeah, it's Gilligan, not that important. Gilligan's Island Syndrome is what I call yeah, it. Yeah, you know. Those, but, those guys all think they would have been something and I'm like, I don't think you would have been anything. I don't but know. But you know, it's if you can be typecast for a, a cool movie or a cool series of movies or a cool, you know, bunch of records or whatever, yeah. I think that's in, in the long run. And in the end... Now she's appreciative of it. She's come to, mm. like, enjoy it. But at oh, they're the time, luckier than most of us. Yeah, at the time, it wasn't like... And that, that's happened with musicians, too. You know, some of them, like, spend, like, years trying to avoid a certain era of their career. And at the end, they just become comfortable with it and realize, hey, you know, like, I'm in my 60s or 50s or 70s or whatever. And I'm making money off it, so mm. I might as well enjoy what I did, even though at the time I was, like, trying really hard to get away from it. Yeah. I mean, I'm mentioning the, uh, a musician, that, another one of my favorite musicians, called Alex Chilton, who was in the box, I'd say, when he's a big star. He spent a lot part of his career after Big Star broke up in the 80s. Making those auto manuals? No. Uh-huh. No, he he should have. But, yeah, he would have made, made a lot more money. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, getting away with it, and towards the end of his life, you know, he just kind of embraced it, and he went out and, you know, did it. So, you know, interesting, and how that works with certain, you know, uh, artists. um, Well, like, Shatner's famous. Shatner does, He's just like, meh, that's who he is. And I'm I'm, I'm sure they probably rebelled right after it to try and say, look, I can do more, I can do more. But but then they come to the reality of, nobody wants me to do more, and I'm making a really good doing bit cameos, making fun of myself, kind of poking fun at myself, but also just signing autographs, going to those things. Who cares? Shatner, after Star Trek ended, he was at heart having a hard time. Yeah. He, I think he got divorced. He lost his house. He was living in a, in a, in a, in an RV or whatever. He was having a tough time for a while, making like B movies until the next, the movies came out and then his career went, you know, up in the, you know, in the and that, stratosphere. And he's again. probably way more appreciative of it now. Just because, I think so. because I mean, he does have a very different um, outlook so. towards it. Now, I think they were very resentful towards Star Trek after. Okay, I did these seventy-eight shows, typecast, and then and now I can do nothing else. You know, like I well, like I said before, um, uh, what call it? Uh, My foot there. Uh, Gilligan's Island. Bob Denver. They were famously like, Ginger. oh, uh, they've ruined us. They've ruined us. They ruined us. And I don't think they would have done anything else. They could have, I mean, I mean, know. they could have, but... Okay, Bob Denver was a... Bob Denver. Yeah, no, Bob Denver was a beatnik yeah. guy. The professor yeah. was, like, stuffy lab coat guy in a couple other movies, but, you know, where they... Who knows? I know what you're saying. Like, who knows, It's but, an interesting dilemma to be, like, yeah. kind of, like, known so much for one thing that you can't do something else, but most actors... Really, I mean, most actors want to live. They want to have a career. They want to have yeah, fame. But they so. flounder in obscurity. So they're, they're like, they're really like re- rejecting something that most of us would kill for. You exactly. Know? Uh, that that moment of fame, that being remembered fondly by you, by you know, as people are like, oh, you, I loved that show when I was a kid. You know, I'm I never mean, gonna I, have that. No, I, we're, you know, most most everyone listening is never gonna have that kind of a. I guess, awesome thing. Uh, I guess with actors and artists and people like that, it's like now that you made, now that you made it, be careful what you hope for. <laughs> yeah, you I know guess what so. I mean? It's true. So. Yeah. Well. It, did you watch anything else? No, it's a, no, I watched nothing. Well, at least I watched something. Yeah, I did get. I got. I got some movies um, that, I'm, that I intend on watching. I got a that new Pixels movie, <laughs> which I've heard is just wretched, but I'm gonna watch it. I don't care. I mean, uh, we'll see. Uh, Sandler movies have become kind of almost a parody of themselves. 
Yeah. It's like they don't even care anymore. They don't even try. They're just like, whatever. He had his you know? moment. Yeah. There, and there were some really funny gems that he made. Like, I think of I think of some of his stuff is very funny, but the last ten years or so have just been like, whatever. I think he's just getting a paycheck. Who cares? And He made a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. So, All right, let's go to the trailer break, and then we come back. We're getting right into it. I think we're going to go to the to lighthouse the of... Uh, White Rocks. The... the White Rocks. Pierre Dreas Blancas. White Rocks. Barrios Dres Blancas. That's right. That's how it's Spanish. Pierre Dreas. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Help! Help, please! He must be all hopped up on crack cocaine. Lord, Harold! Budget? We don't need no stinking budget! Oh, no! <laughs> Prepare to scream. The creeping, crawling flesh eaters cover the body in the most vile experiment ever devised. Flesh feast. Morbid horror in shock throbbing color. Thus, on the same program, a ghastly tale drenched in clots of blood, a taste of blood, and teenage strangler. A new bluebeard preying on budding teeny boppers. Don't miss them. Rated PG. Welcome to the Skyland Drive-In Theater. My name is none other than Elmer Snodgrass, and you hear me each and every morning right there on WQOK Radio in Greenville, South Carolina, and it's good to have you with us here at the Skyland Drive-In Theater tonight. I want to remind you some of the great movies we got coming up here at the Skyland Drive-In Theater in Greenville. Next weekend, we got The Bride of the Monster, starring Bella Lugosi. Yes, about a mad scientist and his huge lab assistant and a giant octopus that terrifies anyone entering the swamp near his house. That should be a real good movie. Then we've got The Invasion of the Gargon. Now, this is a fabulous movie. It stars David Love and Dawn Anderson. It's about teenagers from outer space that bring a giant lobster to Earth, and it takes over mankind. Hmm, that sounds interesting, too. Then we got the uh, Incredible Shrinking Man. I've seen this movie. It's a good movie. It stars Grant Williams. It's about a radioactive cloud that causes a man to shrink to the size where even a spider could eat him. And it almost happens, too. Carload gets in next week for $2. No coolers or lunchboxes allowed. So come on down to the Skyland Drive-In Theater next weekend. Bring your date down here. Bring your family and have a lot of fun. Want to remind you also that all of our soft drinks here at the concession stand are fresh. And by I mean fresh, they're coming out coming out of a fountain. That's exactly right. We got Fanta orange, grape, strawberry. We got crispy, hot French fries, always hot and fresh and delicious, with a large cup of ketchup on the side. Boy, does that make it really good. Also want to remind you that... Uh, coming up soon here at the Skyland Drive-In Theater, we have a thing called... The Flesh Creeper, starring Sonny Tufts. The theater's not going to be responsible for you being scared to death. So make your plans on coming to see that. We'll tell you what date that's going to be coming up pretty soon. We also got pizza with your favorite toppings made while you wait. Only 25 cents a slice here at the concession stand at the Skyland Drive-In Theater. Moms and dads out there, you got the kids in the car with you? Well, if you have... The restrooms are on either side of the concession stand here, and the playground's right in front of the big screen down there. In fact, that screen is the biggest in the state of South Carolina. 
the Skyland Drive-In Theater. Let's have some more great music for you right now. Tarakum, direct from Hollywood, presents for the first time on any stage anywhere... blood-curdling sadistic surgery. Someone's head will be cut off with a butcher knife and thrown to the audience. Don't lose your head. <laughs> Do you believe that the out-of-space monster who died, yet alive, will come to seek the warm blood he needs to keep himself alive? Don't treat this lightly. How are you fixed? for blood. <laughs> the dead will return from graves. Ghosts and skeletons will fly above you, and some may sit by your side and plant cold, damp kisses upon your cheek. Do you believe that a lady from the audience will be hypnotized and float in midair above you? Wait and see. Do you believe the brain of any volunteer from the audience will be pierced with 15 knives and yet he'll live? Wait and see. Or why not try it yourself? Or are you brave enough? <laughs> Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make cap, or a brooch, or pterodactyl, could you... Um... Piedras Blancas. The monster of Piedras Blancas. The world's most shocking monster. Stalks its unsuspecting prey. Feasts its eyes on the next victim to writhe in its slimy arms. The screen's most nightmarish beast. A claw-fingered, scaly-skinned, half-human crustacean turning a lonely lighthouse village into a frenzied bedlam of blood-curdling horror. Never have you known such cringing terror, such sudden shocks. A girl drawn by love to the forbidden cove of the sea monster, then trapped in a torment of unendurable suspense. In the screen monsterama of a thousand incredible sights and frights. See the movie named the most brain paralyzing shock story of them all The Monster. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria? <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. One of those is relevant. And it wasn't the Skyland Driving Slack hey John this Yokel. Is Elvis Snodgrass here at the Greenville Driving. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
then I then um, the last trailer was the one we're doing now. Uh, the uh, we're this one playing at the Piedras Blancas drive-in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeesh, way to oversell. The most terrifying monster that's ever lived and ever will live. You're like, well, to that point, like, take uh, it back a notch, bro. But he, anyway. he was kind of creature-like. Yeah. Because yeah. the costume was created by some a couple of the guys that worked on the creature, so. Yeah, creature, the creature of the Black Lagoon. The creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, this is the monster of Piedras Blancas from yeah. 1959 with our old buddy, <laughs> Don Sullivan. Yep, yeah. from uh, the giant... Uh, Teenagers from Outer Space and the Giant Gila Monster. Giant Gila Monster is one I watched the most of. I watched that one a lot, actually. Is that uh, the one where he does that song, the children sing song? Whenever the children. Sing whenever yeah, I sing, whenever I sing. Yeah, a little folk song. Yeah, that was a great song. <laughs> we should find that. And, and they, man, I thought he was going bald at one point on this film, but it turns out he just had that big of a of a part. His, oh yeah, his part yeah. was like Moses parted that. Like, yeah. like there was, there was, uh, it was crazy. I was it like, was a wow. Severe part. It was a severe part. Yeah. But, um, and uh, and and who's the gal? Uh, oh God, Jeannie Carmen. She was. I looked her up. She did like nude golf trick shots and stuff. Yeah, I I actually in in the nineties actually there was a convention in Miami. She was there. Did I you got, meet her? I didn't get a chance to talk to her, but I saw her there like signing autographs and you know, she looked nice and whatever, but yeah. she was infamous. She was a party girl, as they say in the business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she knew she Frank Sinatra and all the guys. Barbara she, Payton style. A wild uh, a wild one, but not that not, not that bad. She didn't yeah. end up in a dumpster like, you know, dead like a oh, God. overdose. No, no. She 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 ended up okay. She was Yeah, but she but, was yeah, wild. She was a wild girl, she yeah. Could see even this film and it's like you're watching this film and and she's like really not well i don't want to say promiscuous but out there and i was like this is 59 like wow she was crazy yeah she did a little skinny dipping deal and uh you know premarital sex yeah premarital sex on the beach sex on the beach there that made me like double take i was like whoa well the other thing too is 1950s sensibilities that wasn't and cool, and, and you know. the monster running around with the decapitated head, you didn't that see that awesome. that much. I know. You know that was early gore, you know, for what it's worth. The monster, uh, it had me until the pig face, and I was like, ah, oh. but I guess whatever. I mean, it was well, it was an angrier version of the creature from the Black Lagoon. You know? and yeah. the, and the thing about it is, there's a great picture from I think I saw it first in, um, <coughs> excuse me, Famous Monsters of the Monster. Holding the head there. That by was the like seat. on the that was on the cover, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a classic like monster '60s monster picture. Where yeah. they got everybody. Oh man, I want to see this movie. I want to see this, movie. and it and it kind of delivers in the, in a the '50s kind of way. I like the movie. Yeah, you know, it's a little stronger than the usual. You know. Uh, I um, when I was like kind of sitting back, I watched this movie, and I went to work the next day, and I was kind of sitting there. Thinking like, why did I like it? Why? What? What did I like? What didn't I like? Kind of thing. Like, which I do about all of our movies, believe it or not. I do. Oh, I do actually kind of take some reflection, try and take some time to think about them. That one, it's a very simple tale, yes. and that's I think one of the things I actually like more about the '40s and '50s movies. You don't need very often. You don't need 95 little plot cul-de-sacs and plot sublines and subtexts. Can you just tell me a story and let's just leave it at that? Like you know, and this this is just a story. There's some slight subtext. Mm, yeah, sub- there are. Yeah, there's they a are. couple little things here and there, but nothing like that takes me out of this movie to show me a different movie. But now let's go back to that original movie. And even modern movies do that like a million times over. And you're like, look, can I just hear one story? And it's not that I'm stupid, 
I just want to enjoy one story and let's flesh that out fully and then let's go on our way, you know. I guess they call it padding in some movies, you know, like <laughs> yeah. to hit the the eighty minute mark or whatever when you really yeah. could have done it in seventy. But um, or just like the layers, you know. Um, some I'm, I'll, sometimes I'll criticize a movie for not giving us enough character background, but also I don't need to go back to like some trauma that the character had when he went on a <laughs> date, and that's why he's acting the way he is now. I get it, I got it, you know. But uh, and then in some cases they'll take movies. Because I've seen the unedited version of it, and they'll cut scenes out for length, and then mm-hmm. scenes that are important, but they would have made the movie five minutes longer that would, that told something that you didn't get. You kind know? Of, so it's kind of yeah. like a crapshoot. It know, is. And stuff that ends up on the editing floor. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of you know bad stuff on yeah. the editing floor. Sometimes there's, there's some good stuff on the editing floor, oh, yeah. too. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And like hopefully in some cases they saved it, and... Um, you know, we can watch it as a bonus or, you know, track. Bonus, bonus feature. Bonus feature or whatever, you know. But this movie, I think, uh, this movie brought no bonus features. This fact, is a top movie. This is, <laughs> everything that was shot was presented. Fact, I don't even know if this is even out on DVD. This is one of those, mm-hmm. like, weird ones that's never been released. I don't think so. Professionally. It's, was that on VHS? Because yeah. one of these comes from a VHS. But it was never really released on DVD, which is really strange. Yeah. Because it's like, wow, this is like a big, you know, it's like a... People saw this movie, they loved this movie, but never got, you know, some for some reason, I don't know if it's an has a problem with rights. I, I wouldn't think it would, no. you know what I mean? A Van Wick production or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I you know. Probably, it's probably one of those things where it just slipped through the cracks that, like, yeah, I don't know. some of the more famous, mon- famous monsters, some of the more famous ones that are, I guess, more representative of that time period, those are already out there, so they're like, well, it's a risk to put it out. Yeah. Because who's going to buy it when everyone's going to be like, eh, it's the same as this other one, you know, just whatever, you know. Yeah, like I said, it was out on VHS, because mm-hmm. I know, and I th- I think, uh, uh, what's his face? I don't know what his fake name was. Um, oh, <laughs> I can't remember what his fake name was, but you know who I'm talking to. We were, he worked, we were, he worked, he's our buddy, and we worked with him there. He had a VHS copy of it that I ripped. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, you know, what, what, you know, I can't think of his name. I can't think of his fake name. Right and I now. can't know. I don't know who you're referring to. He's the to. guy who gave you the Beatles box set of albums. Oh, Duder. Duder. I forgot Duder. Yeah, yeah, Duder had a VHS of it. I think I ripped it. Wow, that's cool. His VHS, yeah. or he had like a really nice DVD that I ripped years ago. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Duder, so, yeah. So let's get into this movie a little bit. Uh, as I alluded to, there's not a lot of storyline, just enough to keep you going and let the monster do the rest, you know. The monster and that gal dancing around, yeah, looking all hot. It starts out, I guess, with the the lighthouse keeper, and he's warning these two guys not to go out fishing in the water. He's curmudgeonly. Oh he's, God, man, he, yeah. he he's he he's an angry guy. And in the beginning, you you see like this hand coming out of the rocks, you know, this clawed creature like hand, like grabbing like a, a a dish. It looked like to me, it looked like a bed pot, like a like a bedpan or whatever, <laughs> you know. So you see these two images, you go, huh, what happened? That's weird, yeah. The third thing that we see after the credits is, like, a bunch of cops and people are at the beach saying, oh, my God, the the two, the Rinaldi brothers are killed and they've been decapitated and their spines have been removed and their blood has been Their head's been cut straight off, like, surgically, and and no (laughs) blood, and you're like, okay. Back then they just told you, now they would just show you in loving (laughs) detail and gore everything that happened. Well, podcast, tell. 
you know, movie yeah. show. Yeah. You know, like it's a, yeah, but kind now, of a formula thing. If they remade the movie now, they would show you every gory detail. Back then, they couldn't do it, so you know. When they said the Rinaldi brothers, I thought of like. I thought they'd be like trapeze artists out on a boat, like jumping on like the trampoline. Or, or, like, the, or like the Festrunk brothers, like, we're two wild and crazy guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, foxes. Hey, swinging foxes. Yeah, I thought it was them. With tight pants. <laughs> with a big American breast. <laughs> I thought it was them, but no, it was just it was the Rinaldi brothers, and, yeah. and they're dead. Sorry yeah, to hear they're it. really dead now. And then I then, warned them, harumph, you know. And then curmudgeon the guy goes to the butcher general store, who's a who's a got kind of a weird accent oh, too, you know. He's got <laughs> another strange accent. This guy's chewing on his, his accent like woof. Well, you know the 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 creature from Monster Pedro Blanca might have killed him, you know. As I, you know, uh, and I'm like, oh, what accent is that? You I know? think he was like from Transylvania. Something. He's like, yeah, it reminds me of Dracula. And you're like, wow, stop. And then Curmudgeon is like, just shut up and give me, give me my liver. I go, Ugh, liver and like liver and bacon and, and, meat and where's scraps. my meat scraps? He's like, I gave the meat scraps to someone else. He's like. You fool! You know, yeah, like, right. You <laughs> fool! You gave him the meat scraps. How dare you give him the meat scraps? He's like, well, you didn't come yesterday, Jiminy Crickets, and you know, and too bad for you, and you know. So you're like, okay. Yeah. Some so, of these actors weren't actually actors. I'll just put it there. They that were, way. Uh, they were guys. You know, they, he was they, they, the they were the actual shopkeeper. They were know. actually, I believe, they were actually they acted in other movies, but they're not too well known. You know, but, as opposed uh, to our second movie, everyone. Uh, yeah. Is uh, in uh, like a lot of movies. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Some I, of them are. Like some of them are 70s, has been. 50, 50 some, sixty some movies. Some of the them. The main are. actress was kind of like a has been. It had a couple movies. And All right, let's stick to this one though. I'm already getting off track. Yeah, but at any rate, um, yeah. So he gives him the uh, he gives him his liver and whatever, <laughs> and then he takes it to his uh, daughter Jeannie Carmen. Uh, she works at a I don't know a bar. Wing, no Wings Diner. Oh, it's a diner. She would look like a bar. Actually, I know. You know? It was Wings Diner. It's kind of neat little setting. I like the I like the diner setting. Um, I like diners. Yeah, I diners like, are cool. I, I love eating at diners. I love going to diners. So that one, uh, when they did that, I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. And she, but this is the most nonchalant di- diner I've ever seen. They're just coming and going whenever they want. You can take off the afternoon. Who cares? It's only a diner. So we meet his daughter. And uh, Don, you know, Don the Dragon uh, Sullivan there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like, you I know, sing whenever I sing, whenever I sing. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's like, you know, like trying to hit on. He's hitting on Jeannie Carmen, and she's buying it up too. Oh yeah, well you know she's you know she's a she's buying she's, what he's selling. Yeah. So like dad's like, oh you come home after you do your work and blah blah blah, and you don't stay out late. And remember, and, don't give up your vagina. And you're like, oh yeah, well, sorry dad, I'm not gonna listen to you. And Don Sullivan's like, yeah, that's what you think. You Nobody know? can resist the charm of Don. And he's also like a marine biologist or something. Sure. So did you see how they like kind of uh, make up over like his marines tattoo? They may, you could see it though. It was obvious. They tried to cover yeah, it. Yeah, it was the globe and uh, it was the eagle and globe. It was oh, the marines marine tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. yeah okay. He, he, I mean that was real. Oh, and, I know it's real. And they, they tried to like movie. they, they tried, tried to hide like hide it. Didn't work. It. They sure didn't. The the uh, air quotes moonlight really accented that. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Day for night. You know. God. Anyway, so they go out to the beach, and you know he's like, he was get, he was going to the beach anyway because he was going to be doing some like research. I'm doing some research, but yeah, research on her frolicking you know? level ten. Yeah, so it's level that, ten frolicking right now. Yeah, so they go out in the beach and I'll they pack a basket, a picnic basket of liver sandwiches. Yum yum. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't uh, think they were liver sandwiches. Uh, anyway, so they go out there. They have a real good time, and yeah, they go back, and she's like, oh, uh, okay, I really want to go back to the beach. He goes, well, no, you go home, and I got to go back. So then after he drops her off at the house, she goes back to the beach for some more, Dude, like, frolicking on her own. Nude. Nude just, frolicking. Just, just takes off her clothing. You're like, huh. Now, they didn't show it. No, but... You could, see, you, know. you could see her full moon in the moonlight, though. Yeah, so there was then some like, butt butt action. So then we 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 see that the the monster is like also like a perv because he grabs her undies and you know yeah. kind of takes a sniff off camera or something. You Weirdo. Know? And like then the dad shows up. He's like, "What are you doing out here? You I can't come out here in the big and get killed." Yeah, he's flipping out, and you're like, "Why are you flipping out so bad?" And he is too yeah. too much. Like and you're like, "He's overdoing it," and you're like, "Okay, well there's some subtext here," you know? Yeah. So then he grabs her back, and then, like, I guess the monster goes and, you know, since he didn't get his meat... Yeah, he goes and kills the... the he goes to the he goes to the, the general store, and he kills, you know, Mr... He's like, I want one pound of bacon, two pounds of liver, and I'm going to kill you now. And I'm going to eat, the... eat your head now. Yeah, the monster said that. So he kills the he guy. Didn't say that at all. And then, like, the next day, they're having a funeral for the Rinaldi brothers... And like this little lame kind of little kid who's got like a foot, oh, yeah. got like a, 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 a crippled little kid or whatever goes, you don't have to. Your mother goes, you don't have to go, Bobby. Okay, I'll go to the, you know, the store. I'll go nag the storekeep and get him some five, one cent candy. So he's looking for him and he can't find him anywhere. And all of a sudden he goes in the back. Where are you, Mister? You know, whatever. And he's shopkeep like, guy. Yeah. He's like, ah! He screams and he runs out to the funeral he goes oh mr shopkeep guy he's dead he's everyone dead, just Mom. leaves the funeral the rinaldi corpses were like hey we're dying over here but I'm, I'm just wondering the rinaldi but i hope they didn't get buried together but then again you know i mean yeah. they were the rinaldi brothers so you know. they would have wanted it that way they just Maybe kicked they him in a ditch and yeah threw their trampoline on top of them or a trapeze on, and then they're like well your show's over and then they just bulldozed over so him. they go back and they see you know shopkeepers dead like oh my god we have a serial <laughs> killer god. on our hands oh my god, who's gonna run the store now that's what they were thinking and then yeah. they ran they this they, they they cut off his head and his spine they go into like all these details or whatever you know so you're like huh wow we've got like a murder mystery on our hands here right you know? So then, I, you know, at this point, it's like, you know, the, they're investigating it and, you know, they they go back. I think they go back to the girl's house and they start talking to the, the dad. And in the meantime, a little girl gets killed, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That was yeah. weird because kids don't really get killed much in kids these movies. Kids and pets don't get killed in especially older movies. Yeah. This movie was kind of like breaking down a they're lot of taboos because they had the premarital sex. They had slight nudity, but not really. Now... All this stuff has been done before, but yeah. you don't see it very prevalently. And then a kid gets killed. Wow, so they're the, swinging for the fences. Too. Yeah. So the guy, you know, like when when they're the cops are looking, in, the guy comes up with his daughter. And he's got like uh, you know covering her. So obviously the the monster did a number on her. You know, head too. Or you assume or whatever. And you're like, oh, this is getting pretty grim here. Yeah. You know? Wow. So so they decide they're gonna go like after this they're gonna go on a. On a monster hunt or whatever. They should have went on a surfing safari. Yeah, well, that was a couple of years in the future, <laughs> but awesome. they could have gone on a future safari. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And then, you know, they go out, and then they're looking in the caves or whatever. I guess the Don Nelson, Don Sullivan's there, too, because... Yeah, because... And this is the weird... Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go this ahead. Part Get involved was very, really, This part was really weird, because he's pushing... Everyone knows the dad, the lighthouse keeper, which is the dad, knows more than he's talking about. And he's like, well, I'm going to go down to that cave. 
and this guy just flips out on on uh, Don Sullivan, going, "You don't don't come back here. Yeah, don't right. you ever go to this that. cave." He's like, "Don't go to the cave and don't ever come back here." You know, and you're like, "Leave my daughter alone." That's a little bit of an inappropriate reaction. Like, you, maybe you're overreacting a bit more. Like, this guy really overreacts. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. to the point of you're like, "Why are you crazy?" You know, because they're also saying the town people all hate him because of how he acts and how he is. You know, really gruff. Well, his wife died when they yeah. were young, when she was when they, when the girl was young, and then afterwards he sent the girl off to like boarding school or something. So of course she's like comes back horny as all get out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, after like twelve years of like boarding school. So yeah, he's really good. So they go out into the, to the you know the ocean or whatever. He immediately doesn't listen to the guy. Yeah, it goes right in. Just goes right to the cave. You're like, wow. And then he sees like the decapitated head with like a because he hears noises in there. He thinks that maybe he's in there. He's got the guns. He sees. See the decapitated head with like you know crab like you know like munching the old, on the it. old crab thing where they have a and he shoots the crab. There's crab murder in this movie, you know. So it's like okay, yeah. you know. So they go after the monster and they can't find him. But then I think they see the two other guys got knocked off. Like yeah, dude. Now at this point the body count's ramping. Yeah, up. this monster's like on a rampage or whatever. He is. You know? He's rampaging. So like they there was got a video game in the eighties called Rampage that had like the monster like that. That was cool. Did they? Yeah, you punched. You were played as the monster, and you'd punch the windows out and like oh. eat people and stuff like that. Oh, okay, I missed that one. One okay. of the guys, made, it made me think of it because one of the guys kind of looks like him, like a, like a creature of the back, that Black Lagoon. But oh like yeah, yeah, size. yeah, yeah. Well, so. they have they do have a creature from the Black Lagoon pinball machine, oh, which, yeah. which I'd like you to get. But, yeah, no, that's like one of the top end. Is that like twelve grand or something? Shh, they get a lot. There's yeah. a couple like uh, Adam's Family. Elvira, uh, Funhouse, uh, and that one—they're—they're they're really high end. They go for a lot of money. Yeah, I bet. You know. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah. Well, you, you get in here because I'm like forgetting some of the. Yeah. Now, well, too, at this point, it's kind of just—it's like really ramping up now, you know. Yeah. The so dad, that, the, the the dad tells the the daughter the story about how he was feeding this monster. So it's his fault because the monster didn't get fed that one day, so he just flips out and goes and starts killing the people. Yeah, because the dad like they, they go back, they go back and they find out that they go, they, somebody finds the dad like lying like on the ground because he went out to the rocks or whatever and he slipped or something yeah. happened. So they have to bring him back to the house to like you know nurse him back to health. And when his daughter's like helping him out, he tells her the story of uh-huh. like you know. That there was the story this, of a lovely lady and three kids. Yeah, and and, and a handsome fellow. Yeah, <laughs> and there there are six kids of their own. <laughs> yep. But um, you know, uh, they tell the story that when back when in the old days he was out in the he was out in the water and he sees this like after weird, the wife died he was alone. And he was alone, so he sees this monster and he's like, oh, you know, so he decided to like feed him to keep he said, him. He like, said I would fish every day and I'd put my fish there and he would eat the fish. But then he got tired of fish, yeah. so he like you know gave him as like, we all do, you know. Yeah, and so he gave, gave him meat scraps, and that kept him happy for like 20 years or whatever, you know. But just that one day, when he missed the meat scraps, then the mm. monster like decided. Like one day? I think what it was a just lazy one day. Shit. This 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 monster is a welfare sucking lazy shit. He's he's, you a, know, he's, <laughs> he's he's afraid to go get food on his he's own. An he's monster. a train on our freaking society. But he, no, he got mad, so then he went to <laughs> he went to like where the meat was. Yeah, he went to the meat market as it was. And I say these kind of monsters have to be sent back to where they're from cuz they don't <laughs> Exactly, yeah. They're just a train on our fine upstanding society. These Piedras Blancas monsters yeah. are there. So Jerk like he just, they just missed one day and then the monster comes back and goes on a killing spree because I guess he was like <laughs> he knew where the and then and then after that they're like once again they're investigating I think this is when the death of the girl happens and then they're investigating and then like 
the monster like ends up in inside the general store. And one of the guys, one of the the, the side, cop, one of the cops goes in there, and they all of a sudden he goes, "Hey, where's officer? Whatever, you know, I don't know. Let's go. I think he's back there. Let's go." And all of a sudden, when they go in the back, you hear, and the monster comes out with like you know, a, dude's a, head, dude's head, or bowling whatever, ball you know, style, bowling ball. He's style, like holding yeah. him like a bowling ball. So you're like, oh my god, no! And I think that's when they went out into the yeah. and they gut checked the 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 the, the, the yeah the, yeah, the, yeah, the captain of the police force, because he's holding his side. And they're not showing blood, but he's supposedly bleeding. Yeah, but he's okay. And the other guy, he takes a cleaver. He, he like cleavers the monster to the head, and it doesn't work. You know, you're like, okay, whatever. So, uh, so then Don starts. Don Sullivan starts doing some investigation because they find a footprint, and he says, "Well, this is the you know dipsomatic or blah, 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 or whatever blah, blah, blah. from uh, this there and the other place, you know." And, uh, and then they like look at some scales, and they're like, "Well, that's what it is. It's from this ancient." dinosaur and you're like okay whatever can we just get to the end you and, know, and, then, and then he goes to, over to you know Jeannie Carmen's house and she gets mad at him for something or another he's like telling you her went you, you went to that cave after my dad said no like she's yeah, yeah. flip flopping on him and you're like wow she's really poor like, Don man Don, yeah, poor Don you don't know what you're getting into man yeah, you know, I, I would run stay away you know what I mean you get walk don't run bro but yeah, get I mean, out I know of she's there. hot but you know there could be problems <clears throat> further on like and what do you yeah. see the skin mags that she did and you know she's connected with sinatra and all that and you, know, yeah. you may might want to mess with her but at any rate you might want to sing whenever you sing whenever you sing bro so yeah so the monster ends up coming back and he comes back to like you know the where they live or whatever and he grabs Jeannie carmen and like he grabs her you know damsel in distress and he takes her out to the water and you know the the you know the you know the lighthouse keepers in his lighthouse and he's cleaning or doing whatever yeah. there and he sees the monster and he like grabs like something and he like hits him on the head noggin from like 200 yards or whatever i mean that dad's like a, an incredible like yeah. he was an olympic javelin yeah or, or something. something you know so the monster goes Rrr, you know I'll get, I'll you. get you and yeah. he just drops genie carmen and he then goes up to the lighthouse and then by that point all the you know don sullivan and everybody's like out there God, they're all, everyone got guns everybody got guns down. and they run up and the monster goes in the lighthouse and he like confronts the old man. The old man's like shoots him like five times and the yeah. monster's like nah. monster freaking dummy tosses him right off the top. Yeah, so they're like you know so that they're going up there and like Jeannie Carmen's there. She runs out, gets the people or whatever, and like you know they have the big finale at the lighthouse like Frankenstein and like yep. he's trying to Don Sullivan's trying to throw a, a rope to the dad, but he can't get on it and the monster just throws him and yep. then dummy toss. And then, and then, like Don Sullivan runs up there, and he goes, "Turn on the lights! Turn on the lights!" Because the monsters like doesn't like the light or whatever. Yeah. So the so Jeannie Carmen goes in, turns on the light, you know, the lighthouse, lighthouse lamp, and the monsters like, "Fire bad!" or whatever, light bad. And he falls you'll, off. You'll the walk off the side. And then he falls off, then and she's, he's dead. Then she gives Don some sugar, and that's it. And then afterwards, Don can go do some like investigations, or analysis on the monster, and you know maybe get his master's thesis, and you know like uh, you know. I think he's getting his monster's thesis. I think he's getting his thesis on uh, yeah, tapping Gene that Carmen ass or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, at the end, it's like it's like a little classic fifties, yeah. you know. Horror. Oh my god, one of the fun. I laughed out loud. They find out the monster doesn't like light from a guy on the ground with, yeah, a, with flashlight. a flashlight. Yeah, with a from like a thousand yards away. Do you know how far those lit? Yeah. About three feet, if you were lucky. Like, yeah. LED uh, flashlights of today, 
put to shame anything that's ever been made uh, in the past. You know, those. But lights. that was a Piedras Blancas custom light uh, flashlight, so it went further than. Good point. It went like further, like Jeannie Carmen went further. Now I see the error of my error of my ways. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. I thought it was a fun little movie. It's a fun movie. Very, very. Very silly, very uh, classic monsters, of classic its, horror. Time, you know, classic yeah. Horror, yeah this was time. really they had they had all the they had the monster holding the woman like yeah. uh, you know draped, passed out. She, he's carrying the her. They had the bowling ball head gag, which was just great. You know, yeah. I knocked on the the they monster's had, pig face a little bit, but it was alright. It was I mean, scary. It was it scared little kids. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure it would. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I give it a seven. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna pop an eight on this one. This I like it. Go. You know, yeah, I thought it was a go. really great little movie and one that you don't hear of. I never heard of this Not before. Not on DVD. And um, you know, and everyone knows the creature from the Black Lagoon and uh. This is like his his like you know angry you know low budget cousin. cousin his know. cousin, yeah, you know. You creature know. got all the glory. The cousin got like nothing. Know, some heads. Bowling and meat, head. He got meat scraps. Yeah, freaking meat scraps. And he got pissed when he didn't get his drain meat scraps. on society. <sighs> I hope so. that this monster went out and got himself a job this after is, he this died. This is a metaphor for uh, you know, what <laughs> well, goes on today. Yeah. No, it isn't. All right, we're going to take a trailer break when we come back. Uh, we're going to sing our asses off 80s style like Disney. Or, or fast forward Woof. Like me. Yes. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now, 
H.G. Wells' masterpiece of science fiction, The Food of the Gods. The terrifying tale of man fighting for his life against an ecology gone berserk. Marjo Gortner, Pamela Franklin, the last chance an unsuspecting world has against harmless animals and insects made huge and vicious by the food of the gods, hunting humans in packs, preying on their flesh, the food of the gods. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. The food of the gods for a taste of hell. Do you know that sound? Of course not, because you've never heard it before. It's the sound of a macabre grinding machine. A diabolical device that grinds human bodies and turns bones and flesh into screaming savage blood death. The Corpse Grinders! A fine, tingling, bone-crushing horror thriller unlike anything on the screen before. What kind of demented soul profits from the flesh of the dead and destroys the living who get in his way? The Corpse Grinders! The most chilling, most terrifying motion picture you have ever seen. The Corpse Grinders, the shocker of all shockers, in blood-curdling color. You could set my body ablaze, you skinny, wonderful man. Okay, we've put this off as long as we can. It's the Corpse Grinders. Okay, so we did the Food of the Gods. I wish it was the Corpse Grinders. We uh, And that that little nugget of glory right Don after. Don Sullivan. That's Don Sullivan's. I've made fun of it through the whole uh, skit. Laugh, yeah. the children laugh. Yeah, the Mushroom Song. Look it up. Yeah. It's on Great. YouTube. It's on YouTube. Copy, paste. MP3 converter. I'm surprised. Boom. I'm surprised no band has done a you know version oh of God. it, like a hard rock version of it. You know, we got to give it to. That's what I'm going to learn to do. Now, yeah, right now. Like do a hard rock version of it. I'm sure it's like you know, it's a uke song, but I'm sure you could convert it to a guitar nice. or whatever. Yeah, why not? Do like a punk version of it. You know, like off laugh, screen. children, laugh, oh. laugh now, laugh. Anyway, all right. Copy, copyright Morbius Enterprises. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, Clown, Clown Shoot Productions. Movie. Now, this next movie, which oh, didn't man. make me laugh. It made me cry a few times. I laughed a few times. I, I, I honestly did just, just uh, I don't know, from the absurdity or the, you know, some stuff. It was absurd, but this movie, oh my like... God, this had so much potential. Another one, last week's and this week's, where like, you look at it on paper and you're like, this is going to be a laugh riot. This is going to be a funny, good thing. And they just swing and a miss, you know. Well, it was a Pia's Adora vehicle. Now, the only movie, good movie Pia's Adora ever did was Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Yeah. And, and she was 10. You know what? I didn't... I don't know anything about her. I didn't know anything about her. Um, I knew the name, and I thought she was some kind of a bombshell or some kind of... They tried to make her into one. Yeah, she's nothing. Like, when you look at her she was history, a, it's just like, okay... A couple movies. She did, like... She had a... I think she had a She won the most Razzies in the world. Yeah, I mean... Had, like, ten husbands. She could sing. You know, she looked... She was okay looking, you know. She does a Hasselhoff, where she's she's very popular in Europe. Yeah. But nothing anywhere else. 
You know, because like Hasselhoff, who gives a shit about his re- uh, singing? But for some reason in Germany, he's huge. No harm, no foul. All right, yeah, so, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But I didn't really know anything about her other than the name. You know, her name was almost more infamous than she was, you know. and Yeah. And I don't know why. You know, just another one of those. She won, a, like, a bunch of Razzies. So she did that some was, cheese ball movies, which would, which should make her, like, you know... Popular with us. Popular with us, but not so much. Nah, she's just... Yuck. But this movie, you know how some movies are kind of kind of 80s? Some movies are very 80s. Some movies... Punch reek you of, in the reek, face. Reek of 80. In my opinion, this movie vomits the 80s. This movie right punches you in the face with 80s. No, it kicks you in the nuts with the yep. 80s, I think. Yep. It, this has got a bunch of, like, Devo-esque songs and I'm being really like you know yeah. nice to it and then it's got some stray cat like songs in oh it and um yeah it, it was like just over the top with it and it was one of those where I was like I saw it and I was like meh and I just yeah, I, I made not? the decision why not? Why, not? why not yep and 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 from all the initial quick glances I'm like this should be a raucous good time 80s that's I like it. It's funny. It's a funny, stupid era. Um, uh, you know, like rock aliens. I like aliens. I like, you know, like rock music like and all 50s. kind of stuff. Yeah, 50 stuff. I was like, this is going to be great. Pia Zadora. Never, I, I remember the name, oh, so but it must by be By the good. way, this movie's called, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Okay, yeah. before we forget, I don't even think we yeah. mentioned the title. No, we did Voyage didn't. of the Rock Aliens. And, uh, never heard of it. I was in the. I was I there never, in the 80s, never heard of it. I never saw it on video. Never heard either. of it either. I've never heard of this thing before. I just stumbled upon it on YouTube, and I'm like, huh. Why wouldn't I do this? It's stupid and funny. Ah, but it just didn't deliver. It was another one that was like it should have been way funnier or way Well, in my in my in my opinion, if it ha- if it wasn't like if Jermaine Jackson wouldn't have been in the first part I knew of the that movie, was a Jackson without knowing it was a Jackson. It was a Jackson, yeah. If this you movie could did, tell. This movie wa- wanted to have music videos in it and they went and they did all these music videos that would that would never have gotten onto MTV and it's like they were really trying to get on MTV, because this is 84, this is the prime of, yep. like, all that stuff, so it was like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, if it didn't have the musical numbers, or it just met one or two goofy ones, I would have liked it a lot better. Exactly. But I, I had to fast forward through them, because I knew there was going to be no plot development, if there is a plot in this movie, it was just going to be, like, I didn't tune music. in for two hours of freaking music videos, no. and that's what this degraded into, where yeah. they, there's more songs in this than a freaking Disney movie, and that's insane. You know what I mean? Like, it it, it it was like that's what ruined the whole movie because it was a, a it was a fine movie it had stupidity it had like that meatballs esque or like you know animal house ish uh humor no boobs but i mean like yeah. where the like the scene where they went into the diner and they're just eating straws and doing dumb stuff and that was okay but they're just non-stop music video I'd say after music about, video what, like after. 9 or 10 musical numbers in this it's thing so many it's so many it, it's more than an album and it was bad Stray Cats, bad Devo, bad, yeah. like, it was just... Uh. And then, did you see that one where that guy was, like, becoming a a, a lion or something? I think I might have passed Towards the end, it was, it was the weirdest thing ever, because she had gone up onto the... She, he was pining for the love that he lost, even though he was a total D-bag the whole time. He was the biggest jerk in the history. Yeah, Craig Sheffer is, like, the yeah. main, you know, bad guy, punk guy, or whatever. And he's, he's, he loves uh, Pia Zadora. And then she, but he treats her like garbage nonstop, so she leaves, you know, with this alien guy. And then he's like, oh, I see the error of my ways, and he goes into this music video. That is the cheesiest thing I've ever witnessed in my the life. The one at the end? 
Yeah, where there's well, like, I fast forward. It was horrible. There was like a cat walking around, and at some point there's a cat on a heater, and I'm like, I fast forward it. I was like, why is there a cat sitting on a heater? Like those old cast iron styles. It's just this poor mountain lion just cat. sitting there, like, why am I here? Can I? I don't want to be in this video either, you know. And he's just like, just dancing around like like a member of fame, and you're like, oh my god, would you stop? What's the plot of this movie? They, the aliens come to Earth. To, the aliens they are seeking find, out rock. And they have, they're they in a spacecraft that looks like a guitar or something? Yep, like a flying V. And uh, get it? Flying V? No. Yeah. And uh, there's this plucky, stupid robot, because after Star Wars, everyone needs a stupid-ass robot. Or Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beedy, we had a beedy, stupid beedy, robot beedy. in yeah. our last movie. Too, yeah, we did. Yeah, we got a lot of stupid it's robots. It's theme month. It's stupid, yeah, it's robot, stupid robot theme month. Well, we uh, are slow robots. So. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But well, it's just one one notch left more is stupid robot. So yeah. this stupid robots like they're going to these. It's like oh, there's some three potentials for to find rock. Because uh, they're, they're rock on, music. They're on a mission to go find rock music because that's a thing, I guess. So they and then they, there's like this one scene where they're showing ballroom dancing. No, and then there's some hoe down. No, and then there's some video that t- there's the third planet. That you go to, which you assume is the one you're going to land on. Third rock from the sun. Yes, Piazzadora is there, and Jermaine Jackson's there, and they're they're like they're doing this they're music, doing music video, video. <laughs> and then she leaves with him, but then the the guy steals her back, and then they ride off, but then they're like no, and you're like now wait, why did I watch that then? And then it goes to Earth, and it says why not, and you're like oh my God, why? So then you go back, and now here's Piazzadora again, like, without Jermaine Jackson, and you're like. Okay, that maybe maybe uh, yeah, I didn't pay attention because I fast forward through the music video. <laughs> oh maybe they just happened upon a music video and she was in it, and then the plot of the movie started after no, that. No, I don't know. It was weird because they said no, we're not going to that planet. It, it looks too stupid, and you're like, okay. So then, then the act and one of the things that was very odd to me was the acting was that super overacting, and like I alluded to earlier, when I looked this this movie up, most everyone in it. Has gone on to do a yeah, lot Ruth of Gordon, stuff. Yeah, Gordon, which is a famous actress, the old lady, Alison LaPlaca, which yeah. was the Piazzadora's friend, was in tons of television. Craig Sheffer has been in a bunch of movies. He's in seventy-one movies. He's directed he's been movies. He's in a ton of he's, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these, everyone. Michael went on Berryman, to do stuff. the the one of the inmates, the guy with the shade with yeah, the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His hills have eyes. He's still doing movies. See, I today. thought that was actually a funny. I didn't that mind that. That was okay. I liked that because that one lady who was the, fixed everything, like yeah, helped Alison LaPlaca, he was helped her. Him, helped her, the guy fix his broken chainsaw, so they became like funny. lovers. Yeah, because she's a good actress, and he was good in this movie. Yeah. There are good parts in this movie. And I thought it was funny when he, when that guy, the aliens, like I can't get into this mental institution, and a chainsaw comes through the wall, and they like they fall backwards, and they just walked out. It was like you know what a bit, what what's like the better <laughs> version stupid. of this? Not that I think it's that great. The better version version of this was Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah. With like uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Goldblum Jeff and Goldblum. Gina Grant. Gina, I forgot what her name was. But Dennis? at any rate. No. no. Anyway. Gina uh, Gershon? No, not Gina Gershon. Um, Gina Davis. Yeah, okay. Gina you Davis, said Davis. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot her name. Right? Um, There's not much plot to talk about. It's just re- pretty much hijinks where... The aliens come down to they Earth. Care, and it, that's funny, because they land, they come into Earth on a phone booth, just like Doctor Who. So I go, oh, somebody's yeah. a big Doctor Who fan. Yeah. And they just teleport here, and they come out of the phone booth, and then, like... They just it, do a lot of wacky stuff. Like, they, like they look like Devo, and they act like weird aliens. And that didn't... That I didn't mind so much. That's like, fine. Because it was... They were actually very good as far as acting like someone who's never seen Earth before. 
like and like you know a, like a goofball alien. So they were doing some funny stuff and. But then when they stop and they do like these numbers and you're like, oh, these yeah. crap all the songs. I know, I know. The songs then, were shit. And, and then there's like the, the the aliens are new wave and the the punk gang, the Chase pack. Jeffer, the, the pack. The pack. They're That's like, the name they're of like a rockabilly guy. So it's the rockers versus the new wave guy. So you get and that. And they're so they're trying to be so tough and this. This guy is like the the guy who's this weird scrawny guy who's Shepherd is is the guy who's leading the pack, and um, you're like oh he's like ultra bully, and it's it's very strange. There's no nudity. There's no uh, there's not much substance of anything. You know. So then and, you know at some point it becomes like this you know romance thing where like Fizzler falls. For the, the head yeah. alien guy, yeah. because she's angry at her boyfriend, because first of all, he doesn't want to let her be in his band, and second of all, he's a thug, or he's got a bunch of thugs, He treats her like crap, he treats and everyone treats like, her like crap. treats her like crap, or whatever, so she falls for the guy, and he's false for her, and then they're like having a little romance, and they have a few num- musical numbers. Yeah, and, and they go up, they, he takes her up to the ship, and he's like, well, when we get to my planet, you're going to have to get this procedure done that removes all emotion, and she's like, what about love, and, and all this kind of crap, and then, and he's like... That's so he loses her. She goes back to Earth because there's no feelings from this planet that he's from, and uh, and she just goes back to him. And you're like, yeah, because he's cha- At the end, he changes. He goes, mm-hmm. I'm I'm done with these guys. I'll, you can come. We'll sing together. But in the meantime, there's also that weird subplot where like I forgot how it happened, but two inmates escape from. Uh, That's the, the one where he, he the, the alien's trying to get samples, and he's leaning against the door. He's like, I can't get into this. Me- Mental institution, and the bald-headed guy just cuts through the whole wall with a chainsaw, no, and they no, leave. No, but before that, the, the, somehow or another, the two mental patients, Miracle Barry and the other guy, escape from a mental hospital. That's them. No, no, no. But but before, oh. I think it was before they escape, and then they go to like a gun place, and they like clean the place out, and then that plot line's coming in while the other one's happening. So that gives the other girl like a chance to like have a storyline. Where she ends up falling in love with Michael Barrymore, they come yeah. like well, yeah, because he at, 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 like towards the end, it's confusing. He's chasing her with a big chainsaw, and, it, and that's a really funny thing. It breaks, thing. and it breaks, and she's like, she's supposedly like this lady that like fixes stuff. She does. She's she's, she's a, a brainy girl. Yeah, and she fixes like cars. She works on cars and stuff. So she's like, well, when, she's like, when was the last time you you oiled this chain? She goes, uh huh, never. That's what I thought. And she like throws it. So he's like, and he talks in this movie, which is good because. He generally doesn't talk. No, he just looks. He weird. never talks because he's a very menacing-looking guy. But so he's talking to her this, and he's like, "Well, I didn't know." And she's like, "Then she pulls a, a tools box out of her purse, and she's fixing this thing." And he falls in love with her because she's fixing his chainsaw. So she he doesn't kill her then. So then they just go fight this squid because yeah. there's this toxic yeah, there's that dump. squid that comes from. It's a mess. It, this movie is an honest to goodness mess. If they would have stayed a little bit lighter on the the stupid. Less songs, less songs, more story, more story would have been fine. Uh, yeah. Not great, but fine, you know. So there's not much there. At the end, she, Piazzadora stays with the guy who's a big jerk, and the aliens leave, and they're like, "Now nah, the hell." The aliens leave at the end. The the the, the uh, Craig Shepherd's gang was going to turn on him because he left them. Yeah. So as they're getting ready to get him, he the alien guy turns him into a bunch of like Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts or whatever, you know, parting shot, and then the movie ends. And, and you're like, thank God this you ended. You know, Allison Leplock and Michael Berryman like are boyfriend are friends now, and the other two are and the aliens and went back to their planet and you know, the end. And that's the end. And that's yeah. all we're going to talk about it because it was terrible. It was and that's terrible. sad because it it had a lot it of was, potential. It, it had good actors in it. 
not good songs though bad music in it people love the music though some i've read some comments on youtube who go oh my god if you want to relive the 80s this is it i'm like eh, i that's, remember i remember it being better than that yeah see, and that's one of the things nostalgia has a funny way of perverting things a lot of 80s stuff was this synth pop garbage a, yeah. a lot of it even like major acts kind of had to buy into state keep sure. up ozzy had teased up hair and did songs sure. with uh, Debbie Gibson or who the hell was I forget who oh, it was. Oh, it was but Lita Ford. Lita Ford, and, and you're like, oh my that was god, a power battle. Yeah, I know. And and Devo and B52s had a huge influence, so there was a lot of new age, new wave crap, and it wasn't good. Like some of it's good. Some the of originals were good. The some of it's fine. Were not and good. there's so much. Just like just like now, just like always, there's a couple that really. No, now it's all crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, there's a couple that really come out and, and introduce something. And then the wave upon wave of imitators just run it into the ground until you you're, get rid you're of it. You're being too kind. In my opinion, it starts out as shit and it becomes shittier. But, you know, back then <laughs> it was original, it seems like. But anyway, yeah. that's what's my... Uh, yeah. Know, that's your just jaded view. Uh, yeah, my you jaded know. view. But, you know, so, get off my lawn. So, like, this 80s stuff, I, although I do like it, this one was just was no good, no fun. I, I laughed a few times, so I, I didn't... It's totally too bad. Hated. It's too bad because there are good people in this movie. Yeah, should have been and, better. But 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 on the other hand, like I said before, there's people that love this crap. So there it's, you go. It's and this is one of those. We, this is weird. It has a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Very rarely is there one that's just half love, half hate, and that's what it is. It, literally, either you love this movie or you hate it. I don't yeah. know. You know. I hate. I hated it. Yeah, I knew you hated it. You because you hated it. He wrote it and said it should have been a versus because I would have yeah. won because it was ba- it was rough. Yeah. Oh yeah. This was like right on. You know. It just wasn't funny enough. It wasn't. The musical numbers destroyed this yeah, movie. Yeah. Destroyed it for me. Well, because the videos weren't really videos. No. It wasn't like it was. It just wasn't it, good. Yeah, it was no good. So, it was. It was all the. It was all the cheese of the eighties. In this music, yeah. in these music, all the cheese of the eighties. Okay, I so mean, is this like gonna get a, a zero? No, it's gonna get like a one or two. One or two. All right. One point five. See, I'm gonna go right dead center. Like, well, I'm gonna go like four. Mm. I'm gonna go with a four to a five in that range, only because I don't know. It was very eighties, um, but there's way better stuff out there. So, what are you gonna give it? A, a one. A one. All right. So you got a one and a, and a four. Let's say a four. So obviously this is one to steer clear of unless you really, really, you're really hankering for some bad eighties. <laughs> yeah, but there's way better bad eighties. Yeah. Go watch Hobgoblins. Co- go watch Cobra. Go watch uh, Hobgoblins. Hobgoblins is, is hilarious. Better bad eighties than this because they didn't inflict us with two. Well, they had one music number which wasn't that bad. <laughs> Ninety nine <laughs> girls or whatever the hell the name of the yeah, song cause was. Yeah, because that was that band, the punk band, the the the. Theodore, yeah, it's Theodore like, why didn't you stick some punk bands in this movie? Yeah. That would have been way better. I mean, the, the Stray Cats fake, the fake cats or whatever, they were okay, but... You know, uh, puke. Yikes. Puke. All right, so one one monster movie to definitely go see, one 80s schlock fest to definitely avoid, and that's going to be it for the week. Yeah. All right, my name's Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. We'll see you next week. Maybe I'll try and pick a better movie. I had two. Oh yeah. I had two just, strikeouts just, in a row. I, just I, pick I, whatever you want. I got to swing for the fences. I'm man. gonna find the nastiest, rapiest movie ever oh, to give you. Yuck. For this, now I'm just kidding. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I could find them. <laughs> I have. No, that. yeah, of course, but don't do that. That's I won't do just that. Sad. Not, 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 not really. Good. See you next week, everyone. Maybe. <laughs>